looked over Jordan and what did I see? Coming for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me. Coming for to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me home. Swing Many of you may recognize this song as the black spiritual Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Many African Americans sang this song as they escaped slavery through the Underground Railroad. The song experienced a resurgence during the Civil Rights Movement. It can also empower anybody to escape all forms of mental or physical affliction. How are depression, bipolar disorder, and slavery alike? Keep listening to find out. If you get there before I do, coming to carry me home, tell all of my friends I'm coming to. Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. African-American author B.B. Moore Campbell quoted Swing Low Sweet Chariot several times in her spellbinding book, 72-Hour Hold, published in 2005. Campbell died at the age of 56 from brain cancer in 2006, but her legacy lives on today. In 2008, Congress proclaimed July as B.B. Moore Campbell National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. All month long, I've been doing podcasts featuring people of different backgrounds who bravely battle mental illness. This podcast is a tribute to Ms. Campbell, who was a best-selling author and mental health advocate. Today, through two scenes from 72-Hour Hold, we'll unpack three lessons for people who have bipolar disorder or depression and those who love them. 72-Hour Hold is about a mom named Carrie who is trying to free her daughter from the shackles of bipolar disorder. Carrie's 18-year-old daughter is Trina. Before doing drugs and becoming wildly manic, Trina was a model teen, a brilliant student who got accepted to Brown. On her quest for help, Carrie meets others who also live with broken dreams. Together, they try to find freedom by building something like an underground railroad for the mentally ill. Scene 1 featuring Carrie and Trina. Trina came clickety-clacketing down the stairs. High, high heels, red, red lips, bright cheeks, a dress the size of a Ritz cracker, all the weed clinging to her. Here we go. Take off. Whoosh. Trina. I began placing myself between her and boy man. She waved her hand, which was a warning that said, I can become a fist. I don't want you to go out, Trina. You're not well. Bitch, you're not well. She's not well, I said to boy man, who stared back with interest. If you leave here, you can't come back, I said to Trina, my voice shrill. The door slammed, and then again, against the inside wall as I yanked it open way too hard. The car was in the driveway, motor running. Trina, you come back here!
two featuring Carrie and Brad, a man trying to help her and others dealing with mental illness. You'll stay at the first house for a few days and then move on to another and then another until you reach the destination. When you're almost there, someone will take your daughter the rest of the way alone and then you'll return home. Like the Underground Railroad? Actually, that's the model. What do you know about the Underground Railroad? Well, I'm not much of a history buff. It was a means of freeing slaves, getting them north to Canada. Now, Harriet Tubman was the most famous conductor on the railroad. I know that much. It seemed an appropriate model for what we do. Mental illness is a kind of slavery. Our movement is about freeing people, too. Home, swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. What are three lessons we can learn from 72-hour hold? Lesson number one, think about your suffering in the grand scheme of history. Carrie draws strength whenever she thinks about Harriet Tubman. Tubman not only escaped from slavery, but she rescued more than 70 slaves through the Underground Railroad. By tirelessly fighting for Trina, Carrie is also a hero. If you don't give up on yourself or the person you love, then you too are a hero. In my life, when some trial comes along, I play We Shall Overcome, which is another famous black spiritual. I think about slavery, racism, and the civil rights movement, and injustices in history, like the Holocaust. I think about these because it's a reminder that even if I never meet anybody else in my exact circumstances, I am not the only person who has ever suffered. Suffering, trials, and pain have happened, and they will happen. But these examples are also reminders that triumph over adversity is another story as old as time. Think of yourself in the greater context of history so you can keep your head up during depression, mania, and life's other trials. Lesson number two, don't fight your illness alone. When Carrie opens up to other people about her problems and tries to help them with theirs, she finds strength to carry on. Some of these friends were people she met in a support group, others were not. Here are examples of asking for help. Ask a friend to come over when you're crying over that guy or that girl so you're not alone in your room with a vat of Ben and Jerry's. A simple move like this prevents a failed romance from triggering a major depression. Call a friend during one of your depressive bouts, even though the easier thing to do is pull the covers over your head and spend all day in bed missing classes. Now how can you help others in pain? When you're in pain, think of someone else in need. Drop a card, call that friend, or send a thoughtful email. And finally, lesson number three, even if you face multiple stigmas, get help anyway. People of color often have racism and mental health stigma to battle, but not getting help only oppresses us more. Ms. Campbell in no way minimizes the obstacles people of color must face, but she shows the price we pay when we don't educate ourselves about mental illness. Clyde, Carrie's ex-husband and Trina's father, refuses to believe that Trina needs any help until it's almost too late. Campbell illustrates the price of stigma in this passage where Carrie travels far for a support group. 
The meeting was on the west side of town, land of high real estate, fair-skinned people, and the coldest ice. Part of me resented having to trek all the way down from Crenshaw to get help from my child's issues. But the truth was, mental illness had a low priority on my side of the city, along with the color cast and the spread of HIV. Some things we just didn't talk about, even if it was killing us. To conclude, today we learned three lessons from the late great author B.B. Moore Campbell in her book, 72 Hour Hold. First, think about your suffering in the grand scheme of history. Second, don't fight your illness alone. Third, and finally, even if you face multiple stigmas, get help anyway. Keep tuning in, friends. We're still celebrating Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. But before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs on the FlipSwitch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash FlipSwitch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until next time. This is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home.